Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, do y'all fuck with my sleeper section? I feel like since some of y'all don't have the Anchor app, y'all missing out on the experience. So what I did was, I went on Spotify, and I started to put together the the playlist. Spotify is 100% free. All you got to do is download the app, go in the search bar, type in fire in the kitchen sleeper section, and it should be right there in front of you. Daily songs added, just like daily podcasts. So every day I drop a show, there's a new song for you, or two. If you enjoy music, or you enjoy my sleeper section, I made the playlist for you. Straight from DJ Coffee Black. Appreciate you. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Some of this weed up. Uh, it's the Kid Coffee Black Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Back in my outdoor studio, um, enjoying 
this nice little rest rest spot in between cold fronts. Uh, it's about 66 degrees. It's about five o'clock in the evening. And um, for once, I didn't have to work a long day today. I got in and got out. Things um, went by very smoothly at work today. Um, no complaints. Had a little bit of excitement in the beginning, which I may get to. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it, it was a it was a very simple day. I I, I have no complaints. Like I said, I'm out here in the outdoor studio. I'm having a beer. Uh, all halfway through this blunt. <laughs> and I'm just trying to uh, try to catch a vibe, man. Before I get too deep into the show. Yeah, my shout-outs out the way. Shout-out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms and all of the places, wonderful, wonderful places that this show is available. Be it the Google Podcast app, the Stitcher Podcast app, the Apple Podcast app, uh, Anchor Podcast, Pocket Cast, Podcast One, and Spotify, and anywhere else that you you, you know you listen to your favorite podcast, man. Like you, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm I'm there. I'm available. You know, just go up to your search bar, put in a Fire in the Kitchen podcast, and nine times out of ten, you'll find me. And shout out to. Um, my day ones, man. Anybody who's been listening to this since the first episode. Shout out to you. Shout out to uh, long-time listeners, last-time listeners, first-time listeners. You know, all of that uh, nomenclature. <laughs> all of the possibilities. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I I, I, uh, I had a good day. Um today was the day that we put our truck up, so I came in early, 9 a.m., <clears throat> actually 8.47, I'm always a little bit early, try to get that changed, but, um, I don't know, man, I, I, I walked into a, uh, I walked into a good environment, I also walked into a situation where I am dealing with the same individual over and over and over again, and this person having problems with my quote-unquote attitude. And um, as we've established before, man, I'm not exactly an agreeable man all the time. A lot of the time, my emotion takes over me, and it takes a little while for me to return to clear thinking. But um, as I've documented on this show before, I'm actually going above and beyond here lately to try to improve my relationships with people. And doing things that are counter to my, I don't want to say character, but counter to the way I would normally do things. Because, um, obviously the way I was doing things wasn't working for me. As far as my communication goes and fostering relationships with people. So I had to do my job. And I had to do what I was supposed to do as a human being and as a man in order to correct this problem with this frustration that we're having. So I thought I, I, you know, for the most part, I thought I was doing pretty well. I was on a clean slate. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't tend to, um, I don't usually walk on eggshells. 
when it comes to people's feelings or the things that I say or how I express myself. But as I've gotten deeper into this journey of self-improvement, I've realized that my communication is flawed and my relationships matter. The relationships I have with people matter. So like I said, I walked into a situation today where um, I wasn't even made aware that I was being abrasive or you know, frustrating this other part. And I just don't understand. I don't um I don't get why this person continues to throw negative energy my way. But I got some game, man. I, I <clears throat> my uh my OG at work. Like always, man, he, he drops some some jewels and he drops some bars on me. He usually gives me good advice when it comes to life and when it comes to women. He's married. He's been married for three years. He has uh, three children and one on the way. A little bit older than me, maybe six, eight years older than me. And uh, like I said, man, he always gives me a lot of game. He's, he's had years of dealing with this same person as well. As well as years of dealing with women of her ilk. <clears throat> and basically the way he put it is if this person isn't putting in the time to understand you, then you, you shouldn't either. And at some point you have to realize certain things will never, ever, ever be understood. You know, basically put it like, I mean, you continue to do what I ask you to do and you don't have nothing to worry about. You let that other bullshit roll off your back. And I don't understand why I allow this person to occupy so much space in my head. What is it about me that won't allow this person to go away? And then I think about who they are and I think about well, shit, man. <clears throat> I'm not the only person this this individual has a problem with. Or I'm not the only person that has a problem with this individual. And then I think about the most common denominator factor. If you go through your mind and you go through your Rolodex, you, we all have these people in our lives who are continuously in bullshit or continuously spoke about it in a negative way or continuously uh, bringing down the energy in the room. Or when you bring up a negative situation at your workplace or within your friend group or within your family. But we always have that most common denominator, that one person who is in the middle of all of the extra bullshit. All of the drama. The one who brings all of the fuck shit to the table. We all have those people in our lives, man. Some of us have that, that person a, a hundred times over. And if you do, nine times out of ten, you need to change your circle. Something, something is, in, in that instance, you're the most common denominator. Of all of your friends are full of drama, then something is up. Not to digress too far. 
sticking to this situation at hand. Um, I really, a part of me wants to just say, fuck you. Move forward. With the attitude and the energy of fuck you. Because I understand that you mean me no good. You've, you've displayed um, negative feelings towards me more than you could ever say out of your mouth. My brother, man, he gave me some game. We talked about four hours the other day. Came came down on Friday. And we uh we hung out, man. We chopped it up. We got a new motorcycle. I'm jealous. I want one. Um we just chopped it up. Like we supposed to do. Anytime I get with him, it becomes um it's like he was just here yesterday. It's not like we never miss a beat. You know how some people, you have to fill in and inform on what's going on with you. We don't have those conversations, man. Straight to the core. Straight to the, the real issues. Straight to the real shit. And, and like you said, man, he, uh, he told me some people are just going to be miserable. And you can't behave the way they do because you become just like the person that you're, you're up against. No, it's not his exact words. I'm paraphrasing because I definitely can't remember. But <laughs> um, he said, we're all wearing a mask out here, man. We, we all put up the front. There are things hiding behind that veil that we don't want to reveal to the rest of the world. We don't know what the, the next man is going through. You don't say treat them how they treat you. He says treat them the way you would like to be treated. One of these days, um, I'll probably prepare a whole conversation my, about my brother, the Christian. Yeah, and, and how... Um, his presence has shaped my life. And I don't want to, I, I don't want to say my brother the Christian as if that's the only thing that defines him because he is so much more than his belief system. But I, I do my best to um, not say names. But uh, that dude is a million dollars worth of game, and I wish he would he would do one of these shows himself. But his philosophy is uh, he's connected to a man who is connected to more men, meaning me, and uh, <clears throat> he is more than happy to use my voice and use my platform, which I understand. Yeah, maybe in time things will change. He'll go in, uh, go in a different direction with his um, ideology as far as the message. He feels as if he should not be followed because these words aren't his. He's preaching his gospel you know, or preaching the gospel. He's just, he's just a vessel for the word. I understand that. I get that. 
try not to press the issue. Yeah, man, like, most common denominator in a lot of the hardship that goes on at my job is this one individual. And I ask myself all the time, how does somebody who has, or let me correct myself, what is perceived to have so much be so miserable? And this person just got married to a long-time partner. They have a house, they take regular vacations. I'm sure they make good money because I know they make more money than me and I make good money. I just, you know, my, my, like I said, my OG told me I shouldn't be worried about that motherfucker because some people just don't get it. But the way I'm, I'm, this path that I'm on, this transition I'm trying to make, man, I'm trying to be more empathetic towards other people. I'm trying to see it from their perspective. That way I can understand why they are the way they are. If I can understand why people are the way they are then maybe I can understand why I am the way I am or why I'm different from them. The more I learn, the better I become. But when this, when these people in our lives continue to put up walls of resistance over and over and over again and they continue to burn the bridge that you're building from the other side, how do you break through? Or should you take the time to break through? Because, I mean, uh, ultimately, is this shit going to be worth it? Like, is this, is this person ever going to be worth my respect? Are they ever going to be worth the attention that I'm, I'm putting forth in order to try to learn them and try to mend this? Uh... This little tiff that we go through. Because I don't have time for tit for tat bullshit, man. I'm a very direct confrontational individual. So when I when I when I've apologized and I've come out and I've I've let this person know where I come from, my background, my understanding of things, my, my way of, of determining what's important to me. And it seems as if they just forget about that every time. Or they don't respect me enough to, to care. Well, what is it about me that wants me or, 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 or wants to earn this, this person's respect so much? Because I really don't give a fuck about them. I don't care enough. But also, it's like, yo, my, my work should speak for itself. Why, why we have to keep doing this dance? No. I don't envy them. 
quite absurd and pitiful. It's got to be difficult to wake up every day in abundance, living in abundance. Or maybe, I don't know. Listen, perception is the key. Maybe should you, maybe they could be struggling. I, I, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm, I'm basing all of this off of the information that is presented to me through word, word of mouth and uh, let's go with social media. And I guess that, I mean, I'm answering my own questions right there. I'm giving myself the answers. Maybe this is all bullshit. Maybe it's a facade. Maybe they're not as happy as they, they would like other people to believe because their actions have clearly shown that they they do not have the things that they want in life. Because a happy person doesn't maneuver this way. A happy person don't move around like this. And I told myself I wasn't going to do this show this way. I had, I had something completely different planned for this, this show. I, I have the notes sitting right here in front of me. But something about phrase most common denominator jumped off the page I can only hope um, that things get better for them whatever it is that they're going through hopefully they don't have to struggle alone they shouldn't be struggling alone like I said they just got married So any sense of unhappiness, any sense of misery should just be like gone right now. It should be like like I ain't saying gone forever, but like you should you should be on like a marital bliss right now. You should be floating on the fucking cloud. Whatever. Um Damn. Fire in the kitchen podcast, man. Try to find your happiness out here. That's real. One. Word, so. <clears throat> program switch. Um, from here on out, man, I'm probably just going to do one sleeper. Because I'll probably get more legs out of uh, more songs and all of that good shit. You know what I mean? So, this is off of the uh, Deontay Hitchcock album, man. Some just a sample too. This is never within the parentheses. Uh, not parentheses. Are they parentheses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within the, in the parentheses, let you go. 